Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Well, good evening, and per usual, we've got a very busy show. Chris will give you all the details on show numbers and dates and all that yeah. good stuff. Take it away, Chris. Okay. I can go drink well, my August coffee. 16th, yeah, August 16th, 2020, show number 105 that was almost hosted by uh, Bill Sparks, Perry, and Pam, uh, <laughs> Pam, <laughs> Pam Francis, because we couldn't get unmuted. But never, never fear. Robert and, John, uh, and Sean and I are here to, to regale you with whatever we're going to regale you with. So we're going to start with uh, baseball. We'll do the standings, we'll do the scores, and we'll do uh, the baseball stories. And a little, little bit more COVID virus. We've got to hit the virus num- uh, number here. Just when the Cardinals come back, the Reds start to struggle. So we'll only only one, though. Only one for only the one. Reds. Only one. So we'll see how long, see if they can tighten up these protocols to get people at, back on the field faster. And later we're going to have a story about Yale and the NBA combining to do something really cool in the testing area that's really worked well for the NBA. So it might bode well for the country in general. And we'll it could talk work about not, that. not just for sport, not just for right, sports. Right, for, for the country. For the country. And uh, so that'd be great. And uh, so we'll do that. We'll do the NHL because they're moving along in their playoffs. The NBA is now settled into their playoffs. We'll give you the final NBA standings with some teams having played 73-74 games and some playing 65 or 6, but that's okay. At least we have, and you can finally see kind of where your team, if you're not in the playoff, where your team might be in the lottery for ping pong ball. Uh, then uh, we've got some NBA coaching changes and all that. You know, typical sort of Black uh, Friday or Saturday when the season ended, like you get on Black Monday for the NFL, they did make some changes. Then we have college football. There's all kinds of stuff going on. It's uh, People are not being quiet about these cancellations, but we do have some league playing, some league not. So we'll go over all that. And then a petition that has just come out, also a couple of NFL stories. And then we do have death. Uh, we do have a problem uh, with a couple of things. Our, our voice, uh, the voicemail system we primarily use for stuff is down for the next week to two weeks, uh, 10 days, something like that. So we have a couple of uh, stories trapped over there, a couple of deaths. We'll get them back when we can. We're also going to curtail. And that's, all, and and that's we, also the, the system, Chris, where people listen to this show. So, Correct. As I understand it, Bill, what is going to happen, correct me if I'm wrong, though, you're going to save the shows, and when everything gets back to normal, you'll post the shows anyway, and they can listen in the archives. Exactly right. right. Yes. Yeah, and that's probably true for the coffee club and uh, and uh, the all uh, things all radio. Things radio as well. So uh, Sean will talk about that number, but you won't be able to use it for a week or two because it's down right now. So the history, uh, we had some set up, but we're not going to do the history, actually. We've decided to put the history on hiatus till probably about November because the sports calendar is going to lighten up after we get through baseball. And, of course, we're just getting into the basketball and hockey playoffs. The college football is going to be a half season or something is going to be going on in November. Of course, all bets are off. We hope to have the NFL, and that's looking good right now. So that always takes about half an hour to go over on a Sunday evening. 
evening. And then after that, uh, you know, we can do uh, the general topic. And then we'll see about the history when November. We'll reevaluate November. I know it's a, it's a fun feature, and I've enjoyed it, that's for sure. But we'll, we'll the, try to bring it back. His, yeah, I like the history, but we also remember that the history was the one reason we brought the history in was when we had no sports, we were trying to fill the right. time. So the history helped. Yeah, but, but there is fun. a way you'll still be fun. able to hear history. So Yeah, and he'll like, talk about that in a, in a little while. But anyway, why don't I right. give it to Sean, and he can uh, do all that, and then we can uh, give you, give the, uh, maybe Sean and uh, whoever can give the result. Uh, Robert, you can give your NASCAR, and uh, Sean, you can talk about the golf, and then we'll start in on baseball. All right, well, speaking of where things you can hear, uh, throughout the week, uh, you can go hear all the breaking sports news that we talk about, all of the, you know, all of the guests. You can hear some in-depth coverage of the deaths, even whether you get here. And you will be able to hear Today in History uh, on there. Go to 712-432-3642. Board 9 is our Sports Lounge board. And then Board 13 is where you go to get all your TV schedules, your Sirius XM schedules. And on board nine, you can actually comment on the stories, and you can post breaking news stories, and we may we may use them. You can comment uh, breaking news also throughout the week if you're listening, uh, 800-693-0595, or email us at sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. And I just want to say something real quick. I mean, hey, we, we love doing this show. We have things we like. Uh, some of us like certain features, but... Whether it's, let us know about stuff you like, stuff stuff maybe you you'd like to see us do things you think maybe we should do differently. We're we're not we're not very. I mean, Chris is kind of sensitive, but I mean the rest of us. I am. Are. I am. I'm a, I'm a uh, sensitive yeah, new kind of, age guy. We, That's me. Yeah, we we love to hear that because how you know it's it's a show for you, and unless we know. What this is from that like sensitive Northeast. Like, you know? Sean and I are from the rugged Midwest. We, we, That's right. We're yeah, not that yeah, sensitive Midwest here. Midwest and South and all that. We, you know, we can have Robert's West Coast, so they're, they're, all, bunch, they're all a bunch of old hippies anyway. So oh, no. come on. <laughs> well, uh, and, no, but anyway, we, yeah, feel free, you know, because, hey, how can we get better? How can we improve if we don't know? what we're doing right, right what we're doing wrong. So. Right. Uh, one, and be, and one be sure to call and be sure to call in. We want, we want callers. We want yes. to, we want to keep, yes. we want to stay busy. Yeah. 646-876-9923 yeah, yeah. is the number or download the Zoom app and then do 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. Uh, and if you're on the phone, also, we want to send a special hello to our friend Laura in Michigan, legend listener. She gets legend out of the hospital. Legend listener Laura, we call her. She's a triple yeah. L. She legend had a stroke Laura. Thursday. She got out of the hospital yesterday. Yeah. Her first day home, what is she doing? She's calling Pam Stevens for requests in the middle of the night. Hey, That's great. One, That's great. One-handed, she's, but she's sounding good. So, Laura, <laughs> we, you're, we're with you. You know, you're our yeah. friend. You're, yeah. We got you. <sighs> Well, I'll give you a hand. Oh, sorry, I had to do that. Uh, by, by the way, is the, is the other number up and uh, working, too, for them to call, the 317? Uh, let's let them call in on this number. Oh, yeah. Let's get on to the – Yeah, let's get on into – Why don't we do you – know, why don't we get the golf? Oh, well, yeah, golf. Yeah, golf. Jim Herman won the Wyndham Championship 21 under par. There wasn't even anybody close, so. Okay. Yeah. And, Robert, and, what, what was and, the deal on that? And, and the NASCAR uh, – uh, Chase Elliott won the road course race in Daytona today, so, and I believe Bill has some IndyCar r- results, don't you, Bill? Mario, not Mario, <laughs> <laughs> he might as well have Marco Andretti. He is your pole winner who actually 
<laughs> averaged a little bit over 231 miles an hour. And he is our pole winner, and he will set the field next week. And next the last day, Andretti. Yeah. Now, will, many, will there be will there be fans at the at the race this year, Bill? Zero, no. none, no. zero, no. Now the how question I have about Andretti the about the IndyCar circuit is about the international travel and all that. This is you know golf is a bit international. I just want to make sure are they able to come in? All the drivers from the different countries are they able to come in here? Well, uh, Bill, have you heard about that? Yeah, they can come in. However, the uh, what do they want to call their championship? They don't travel out of the country on the racing circuit. However, um, but no, they've been because they had a Japanese driver, had a driver from Brazil, so okay. there's no problem. Most of the international drivers have moved to Formula One. Yeah. Okay. Uh, most of them that were in Indy moved to Formula One, and yeah, that's. But how many how many years is it that an Andretti's been in the Indy Five Hundred now? Oh Probably my what, God! 50? Oh, For at least fifty 60s, years or longer. Yeah. Long time. Okay, so baseball. So what we have is we have the standings as we and we we reached basically about the third of the season. People often say, "Boy, the baseball season flew by." Well, it sure is this year because it didn't start till July twenty third. But anyway, so we've got the stand standings going into today's action. Then we've got the scores. Then we we'll have some baseball stories, a little bit of as I said, some COVID virus news, some uh, problems with the Cleveland Indians pitcher, a couple of pitchers, and we'll talk about all that. The American League. But well, we do want to welcome. We do want to welcome the Cardinals back, Chris. We do. The Cardinals are now back. They've played eight games. Everybody else has played 20, but they played eight. They're getting there. And they're going to have, we'll talk about the Cardinals and their doubleheader situation. American League East, the Yankees at 14 and six. Remember, your top two teams in each division make a playoff plus the teams with the next best records in the league. So keep an eye on those first two and you'll know for sure. When we get later into the season, two, three more weeks, we'll start figuring out where the uh, seventh and eighth seeds would be. But right now, just listen for your top two teams in your divisions and you'll know they'd be in the playoffs if they started today. Yankees at 14 and six. Baltimore, 12 and 8. How about that? 600 baseball for the Orioles going into the day. Tampa Bay, 12 and 9. Toronto at 7 and 9. And the Red Sox are horrible at 6 and 15. They've lost six in a row and they're playing the Yankees tonight. Good luck to them. And they're losing. And they're losing. Why not? American League Central, we have Minnesota at 13 and 8. Cleveland at uh, 12 and 9. Detroit, 9 and 9. Chicago, White Sox, 10 and 11. Kansas City, 9 and 12. In the West, Oakland rolling along 15 and 6. And I know they beat the Giants again. How many in a row is that for the A's, uh, Robert? Uh, well, they, they don't. They don't. They no longer have their winning streak, but they swept the Giants this yeah. weekend. So that's got to do. Uh, you know, this is a good week for Yankees and A's fans because they're beating up on the Red Sox and the Giants, and they always yeah. like to do that. Yeah. Whether they're kick them when they're kick them when they're up, kick them when they're down. You know, that's, that's the right. uh, motto of uh, Dirty Laundry. 15 and 6 for the Oakland A's. Texas at 10 and 9. Houston at 10 and 10. So they're going back and forth for that spot. Angels at 7 and 14, and Seattle at 7 and 15. National League East, Miami leading at nine and five uh, you know the they're, they're getting to play more games and they're still hanging in there so they've, they've got a little thing going there Derek Jeter and uh, Don Mattingly and everybody they got things going Atlanta, they're gonna have some of the same challenges Chris that, that the Cardinals will not as yeah. many though they've got 15 games not quite, not quite as many but they're gonna yeah. have, they'll have their share yeah. That's yeah. right. Atlanta, despite their horrible pitching, twelve and ten. Philadelphia seven and nine. The Mets are nine and thirteen. And Washington, the defending champion, seven and eleven. But if you remember, now they won't have time to do it this year. But the first two months they were horrible. Yeah, well, no, uh, my, my Phillies uh, selection time. ain't looking too good right now. <laughs> yeah, National League Central, Chicago at thirteen and five. The Cardinals are second at four and three as of go today. Now they lost today, but the thing is, that's what happens if you're going to go by percentages and there's no minimum uh, to. Play 
play right now, and they're going to do the best they can to get the Cardinals up in a representative amount. We'll talk about the number of doubleheaders they'll have. But four, four and three for the Cardinals. Milwaukee nine and ten. Cincinnati nine and eleven. We'll talk about them, of course, as we said. The Pirates are four and fourteen in the West. We have the Dodgers at fifteen and seven. Colorado twelve and eight. San Diego eleven and eleven. Arizona ten and eleven. And San Francisco eight and fourteen. So today, today we had a uh, doubleheader where Tampa Bay won two games over the Tigers. One was a suspended game. No, you mean over the Blue Jays? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did I say that? Tampa Bay beat Toronto twice in Buffalo, and uh, the first game was three to two, and that was a pickup of a suspended nine-inning game. But then we had an extra inning, eight-inning game because it was an extra inning. Tampa Bay beat, beat Toronto seven to five. So a, a, a doubleheader win there for Tampa Bay over the Blue Jays. And Washington, for those curious. Chris, they're using kind of the minor league rule. If you suspend, I believe it's before the, it's an official game, but if you suspend it at that point, that game would be nine innings. And then your second game would be seven innings. If it's an official game, then you just play it nine innings. And I believe then the second game would be nine innings. Okay. Um, so Tampa Bay, uh, we did that. We had said Washington beat Baltimore six to five, Philadelphia over the Mets six to two, Atlanta over Miami four to nothing. Cleveland beat Detroit, uh, eight to five. Minnesota beat Kansas City four to two. The, uh, White Sox beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals had come back and won a doubleheader yesterday, but they bought off the White Sox seven to two. Houston beat Seattle three to two. Um, we had Milwaukee over the Cubs six to five. And I heard a little report on WGN while I was listening to the uh, to the Blackhawk game that the Cubs blew a three nothing lead in that game, Perry. Well, the Cubs, not one- the Cubs not only blew a three nothing lead in that game, they blew a three nothing lead yesterday too. Yeah, and, and not only the White Sox, the White Sox made some history in their game. In the fifth inning, they had four consecutive batters uh, hit home runs in the same inning. Ah, the Red Sox did that to the Yankees in 2007. Pretty yeah. cool when that happened. So, yeah, Milwaukee 6-5 over the White Sox. Uh, the Cubs. The Cubs. Colorado. The Cubs. So many interleague games. Colorado beat Texas 10-6. Uh, we did the Tampa Bay score. We have the Dodgers over the Angels, eight to three. Arizona beat San Diego, uh, five to four. Oakland over San Francisco, fifteen to three. And uh, how bad is it in that Red Sox game, uh, Robert? Do you uh, know? Well, last score I saw was one to nothing, but I'm sure it's worse by now. Yeah, I'm sure it is by yeah. now. Okay, so I guess the the first story that we should talk about is the St. Louis Cardinals are back. So why don't they you uh, talk about yeah. that? Do you get uh, Perry? I know you've been following that. What they do? What the it has happened? The Cardinals returned yesterday. Yesterday, they played a doubleheader with the White Sox and actually looked decent in, in both games. I mean, the, the, the pitching was yet Adam Wainwright in the first game. So you figure, you know, he's going to give you a good effort. And they played well in both games. And then, of course, today they um, the, the starting pitcher, Dakota Hudson, only pitched four innings. So then they went to the, a bullpen guy in the fifth and that didn't go too well. But yeah. the, the problem that the Cardinals are going to have is they have a lot of games to make up now. They had 53 games in 44 days. So what it's going to total up, what it's going to total up to was 11 double headers. Now not all of those are are going to be against the teams that they were rained out because or uh coveted out, but they're going to play one in St. Louis with the Twins because they have to try to find ways to give them a day off here and there. And instead of playing a two-game series, the Twins agreed to play a double header so that they could have a day off. Right. And uh, cuz the Twins don't have many double headers piled up. I don't think they have any as of this point, yeah. but they're going to do that in St. Louis. So you're going to see some quirky scheduling. So just pay attention to your yeah. schedule as you go along. 
Yeah, and sometimes Perry's going to try because uh, he's got that schedule board on board 13 over there on the number Sean gave, and he's going to try to keep it as updated as he can, but but he's going off the website of XM, and they're not necessarily the best, so there's that. No, they're not. I, what, I, I will, actually, what I will do also sometimes, though, Chris, I may not get an XM channel, but I will try to go to MLB.com and at least get you know right. what time and this and this. And if so you have a be- device, if you have a, a, a Miss A or you have a Google or something, talk to them about it in your iPhone talk to them about it too because there'll be you you there'll be a double header on a Monday or something for teams that you weren't even going to play that week or something like That's that just correct. to get the Cardinals in there so those are things that are going to happen so the Cardinals are back and, and, and they break it down there's four double headers in August 7 in September okay yeah. so we had a little drama with the uh, the Indians with two pitchers that uh, before, the before we get there Chris let's okay. uh, let, let's well, let's finish our COVID stuff first oh okay um, why don't we do Cincinnati yeah and uh, well we, Texas Eric Nadell is back. Yes. He came back on Friday. We knew that we knew that Matt Hicks had tested positive. What we did not know, not only did Matt Hicks test positive, but their producer Ted Nichols Payne is his name. He tested positive, but Eric Nadell said they are both making great progress and they hope to be back to work shortly. Okay. And he is also good. the producer. He's the technical producer. Uh, he does it for the Rangers and the Cowboys. Okay. Okay. And then Eric Nadell quarantined for 14 days just to be safe because he had been around both of them. Right. So, so with the uh, the Cleveland pitchers, what did they do, Perry? Uh, Pardon me, Chris. Uh, The Cleveland pitchers. We need to talk about the Cleveland pitchers. Yes, uh, Yes. Zach Plezak and Mike Clevenger made a decision to apparently go out with their buddies, and they went out to dinner. And then they they said they went and they were social distanced. They were wearing their masks, but they were throwing baseball cards back and forth okay. from six feet away. Now, if you know much about baseball, <laughs> that's going to be pretty, about cards. That's pretty hard to do. Yes, so, that but that's what they claim. And um, please, Zach, of course, got caught and he had to drive home. Now, Clevenger, he was sly enough. He made it on the plane, flew home, and then they figured it out. So. Plezak then put out a video on Instagram basically blaming the media. I don't know how he oh, can yeah. blame the media for this, but he blames the media. Well, there's and, somebody relatively prominent who blames the media every day, so they probably got it from that. <laughs> but not only did he blame the media, I don't know that there's too many people quite this stupid, though. He was blaming the media, plus he was driving without a seatbelt and posting on Instagram all at the same time. That's Very not good. real, yes. that's not real smart. So in the, yeah. it, to make a long story short, they have both been optioned to their alternate site because basically their oh. teammates didn't want them around. Exactly. And basically, all they needed to do was stop for some chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So <laughs> actually, I, I really give uh, credit to the Indian uh, management and to Terry Francona and the team. And basically, it really shows that Terry and the team were taking it. And you know Terry does because he, he's a baseball first kind of guy. And that chicken and beer thing got away from him there in 2011. He, was, he just was not feeling well and didn't know about it. But he's baseball first and the team is following his lead. And that's a good, you know, that's the kind of thing you like to see in a leader that, you know, can get the team to not say, oh, but he's my friend. He, you know, let's give him another chance. You know, all this new age thinking that people do. Come on. They, they, they were stupid. They're derailing. The Indians have a chance at the playoffs. They're derailing. They're two good pitchers. And, you know, they're going to do without them for a while. I guess they can come back for the years over. They're not banned, but well, you know, they'll and, keep them down there for a while. You know, like Dan Gladden was saying today, I was listening to the twins and he said, here's the thing. He said, that's not only a message to their players, he said, that's message around baseball. Don't do stupid things. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I guess we can move, uh, if, unless we got any more baseball, we move over to hockey next. Well, let's okay. we do have uh, oh, one, a, call? a Reds player 
Oh, yeah. uh, it has not been confirmed, but some outlets are reporting that it is Nick Senzel. Now, we, like I say, that's not been confirmed, so it may not be, you know, in the end, we know sometimes reporting is wrong, but it is th- that's rumored to be who it is. That's why the Reds and the Pirates did not play this weekend, so the Reds are hoping to resume on Tuesday in Kansas City. And speaking of Kansas City, uh, Pam is with us, and she wants to talk. I know she's crushed about not getting to co-host the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I, I I know how to I know how to co-host if I need to. <laughs> What's up, Pam? Well, you almost got the shot, Pam. <laughs> yeah, right. It wouldn't it wouldn't have bothered me any. Uh-huh. At any rate, uh, I'm just really curious with the fact that the Reds were here last. Uh, or no, uh, oh, the Reds are coming. The Reds we are were, coming we there. Were, we were in Cincinnati. Yep, last right. Week. And I'm hoping that whatever uh, whatever virus got spread through that locker room did not either come from us or transmit to us. If you believe, if you believe, Pam, what we are hearing, and I, you know, you know, sometimes what that's worth. But if you believe what we're hearing, um, the Royals have been fine because they're in you know, they're in Minnesota now. And apparently everything has come back fine with them, and it's it's well, one Reds player, and hopefully that's it for them. Yeah, if you remember well, the Philadelphia Miami. Now, let, let me let me tell you this: um, our uh, our catcher woke up this morning with blurred vision. He got uh, he got scratched from the lineup this okay. afternoon in this afternoon's game. Oh, Salvador so Perez. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know I what mean, the deal is with that. What we can say is that so far the tr- virus has not been transferred on the field because remember that the, the Cardinals had just been playing the Twins. They were fine just before they came down with it. The, um, the Phillies and uh, Marlins, yes, people thought the Phillies had it, but it turned out like one guy had it and there were a lot yeah. of false positives and everything else. So basically, I'm not saying that you know anything that can happen will happen, but basically it has not been transferred on the football, on the baseball field to anybody from one, from one player and, to another. And so what's far. helpful now, Chris, is is I believe the players are taking things a bit more seriously, and you're seeing more of them wear their masks and do what they're supposed to do um, with the protocols and on the field. There's also yeah. something else. You guys were talking about double headers. Yes, I was listening to Fox Sports Radio last night, and one of the people on there was talking about the players' union conceivably could step in and and have something to say about all of the games that the Cardinals are going to have to make up. And however, how many double headers they have to play? Are they? they I suppose I suppose they conceivably could, but I think if you, I think the rule, Pam, is if if they have an off day every three weeks, I think days. is every twenty one days. Yeah, is I think the rule is if they have off days every twenty one days, they they really can't do that much. That's they why would, Minnesota's doing the double header with them to give yeah. them an off day. They would look terrible doing that because you set up, you you went, you fought through all these hoops to get the sixty games, and then now you're saying, oh, and then then you're in a situation where teams play off. Uh, you know, we had the Cardinals in second place today. So if you're going to yeah. not have a minimum of games and you're going to allow a team to play fewer games, which profits them if they're over five hundred, as I explained, then you can't do that. You're you're interfering with the competition. It's too late. Oh, that, that horse left the barn. You know, it was it was interesting. It was interesting, Chris. They had a debate yesterday, and I think I would agree with C.J. Nikowski. It was he and Ryan Spielberg. Ryan Spielberg said he doesn't think there should be a minimum to qualify for the playoffs, but C.J. was saying he thinks to make it yourself look legit, you should at least have to have 
about 55 games. And I think I agree with that. Well, 55 yeah. may be tough. And with, you know, that said now where we think we've got it under control, but we don't know what's going to happen to the Reds the next few days and how that's going to affect other teams. And the number, there may need to be a number, maybe 50, but you know, I can understand having a number, but then you yeah. get to the point where, okay, if you can't make that 50, let's say, then what are you playing? You're the, you're the Washington wizards of baseball. Right. You're just playing and, and it doesn't mean anything. And, and, and remember the double headers are not as tough as, as ordinary because you're only playing seven innings. Right. Yeah, well. Right. I think the union would look very bad to bring. I think they've got to just roll with it. And, you know, ha- they had to have anticipated that there could be some outbreaks. I mean, just, this is just, you know, going to happen in a situation where you're not in a bubble like this. So, and uh, you know, ironically enough, so far it's only affected national league teams, the Cardinals, the Marlins, the Reds. And it's only affected really. The outbreaks have only been two teams, the Marlins and the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Those are the big ones. Yeah. yeah. The Phillies really wasn't. Uh, no. and, and the Reds is just one. So, yep. Yeah, so far. Okay. So over to hockey, I, I guess. I think we're close enough, Chris. Why don't we go okay. ahead and get our break in and we'll come back and do hockey. All yeah. right. Sounds good. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And we're back. Back. We're back. Okay. So how about that? Uh, skates on. We got hockey going. Here we go. Okay. So what I've got here is I've, I'm giving the last score of the game Saturday and today in the series and what the series standings are. And I've got also your schedule for Monday. And we did have one person uh, leave the bubble. And we'll talk about that actually right at this first game because that was the Bruins game. And today on Saturday, the Bruins beat Carolina 3-1. to one, And so they lead the series now two games to one. But Tuka Rath, the Bruins goalie, number one goalie, uh, left the bubble 
trouble uh, for family concerns. I don't know uh, what they are, but and they really didn't make those public. It was something the team did know about coming up. They, he'd been talking to them about it, so they weren't like, yeah, it was announced at 1025 in the morning before the game at noon, but they were aware that that was the announcement, and people were aware that it could happen. Uh, Yaroslav uh, Halak is the backup goalie. He played well. The Bruins dominated that game, though, so it wasn't a super test of a high-powered offense with Carolina, but they did outshoot them 39-30, to 30, but um, you know, it was a good start, and it, and they did pull together. Robert, have you heard any more? I guess you were listening. I, I wasn't listening to Boston Radio. I was getting the sh- doing things for this show and listening to hockey. What did you hear people saying uh, when you were? Uh, the, the well, the last two mornings I've checked out the Sports Hub, and uh, it's it's been a mixed bag. Uh, some people are supportive. Uh, like the team is, and a lot of Boston fans are very unhappy. And, of course, he's openly talked about after his contract is up next year that he might retire. And, and, the, and the people who root for the Bruins especially are saying, well, if you feel that way, you know, we basically don't want you here. Uh, we'd rather have a goaltender that's going to be committed to our team. So I don't know if that means the Bruins are going to have to go out and look for somebody during the off season because uh, he may or may not decide to come back. I, You know, it, the whole thing is rather strange. It's hard to criticize somebody during this whole circumstance of right. COVID-19 right. and whatever, but it's rather odd. He shows up at the bubble, plays all the plays the exhibition games, plays around Robin games, plays the first two games of the playoff series, and all of a sudden yesterday morning, okay, I'm leaving. So. Yeah. You know, well, he'd been thinking about it for a while. I mean, this is strange. If he does retire, we had a very sudden retirement with Tim Thomas, too, who was the last Bruins goalie before him, the last big goalie. So, you right. know, but uh, Halak did okay the other day, and I think it also focuses your team. And Rask wasn't playing, especially in the round robin, didn't play super well. So let's just see what happens. Okay, so that's the right. Bruins. So they're up two games to one, as we say. Arizona beat Colorado 4-2, to two, so they got on the board. They're now behind two games to one in that series. And I uh, firmly believe that Colorado will eventually uh, win that series. Yeah, I think Chris. so too. Yeah. Okay, Tampa Bay over Columbus three to two. That's been a really good series. Tampa yes. Bay now leads that series two games to one. And of course, that was the one where we had the five overtime game on Tuesday. Yep. So uh, that's that's going to be going down to the wire. The Vegas Golden Knights beat the Blackhawks uh, two to one, and they led the lead the series three nothing. But after one period of game four, and each series I guess is going to have a back to back. Maybe not the Bruins because they kind of had to have one, you know, forced on them. Maybe they won't actually have another one scheduled. But anyway, uh, the uh, Blackhawks were leading two to one trying to save off elimination so i don't know whether how that's going but anyway they i was after one period if we find out anything on that we'll let you know right the, uh, on today new york island two overtime games early new york islanders beat washington two to one in overtime and the islanders therefore lead the, the uh, capital three nothing in that series and uh, this is heady stuff for the islanders they had a good uh, they got into the second round last year and of course this is the first round they did uh, win the first round last year but this is they're beating the capitals i mean this is pretty well good stuff. and 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 everybody forgets Barry Barry Trotz is now the coach of the New York Islanders right. and he had the job before that in 2018 he was the head coach of the Washington Capitals and won the Stanley Cup he still knows a lot of those players over there yeah. so i bet you he's got a lot of intel on on you know uh, well, what the what the Islanders can do against the Capitals, and I'm sure he's using all that in this series. You know, this was the dumbest thing. It goes back to Harry Sinden, who got let go by the Bruins. He came back, but he got let go by the Bruins. The Bruins couldn't agree with a contract with him after winning the Stanley Cup in '70. Same thing with this guy in 2018, and that really does come back to haunt you if you do things like that. So uh, yep. bad ownership decision. That's Dallas, right. uh, Chris, Dallas. we can uh, update the Blackhawks score. It is okay, still yep. two, it is still two to one, and it's at the second intermission. 
Okay. okay. Well, we'll see All if right. the Blackhawks can hang in there. Dallas over Calgary, uh, five to four in overtime today. That was a real back and forth game, and so that series is tied two games apiece. So we finally have a series yeah. which we know is going to go six or seven here. No, and this is this has been a competitive series throughout. And former Shark Joe Pavelski had three uh, goals today for yeah. Dallas. So yep. I'm I'm happy for him, and I think this is going to go a full seven games, and uh, they're they're two evenly matched teams. So mm-hmm. uh, expect more overtimes in this series. Okay. We've also got another game that's underway, and that between Philadelphia and Montreal. They're tied one game apiece. No, uh, uh, yeah, they are. That's right. Yes, yeah. they are. And uh, that, that game started at 8 o'clock. So uh, we will, they, you know, here on the Sunday evening. So we'll find out about that as we maybe if we go uh, along. But if not, that's okay, too. It'll still be earlier on. I do have tomorrow's schedule. I didn't want to give you Tuesdays. Well, there's a St. Louis Vancouver tonight. Yeah, St. Louis yeah. and oh, Vancouver right. play tonight, and Vancouver is well in hand and control of that series. Yeah, yeah, and that that is the series that shocks the heck out of me to uh, to put it honestly, because St. Louis is defending Stanley Cup champions, and this is a team in Vancouver that the Blues should be able to use their experience against, and uh, they should be leading this series. Yeah, the Bruins and the Blues kind of came in as the number one seeds, and you say, okay, they should at least be number two or something. They kind of didn't get it together, but the Blues actually played better in the round robin than the Bruins did, but now the Bruins are playing better in the playoffs than the Blues are, and it's yeah. two nothing in the series going into that game uh, tonight, which may be a little later. It's scheduled for ten thirty, but because of the first overtime game, and things may be about half an hour later or so. I think the Blackhawks started late, so you may see that it's a later game. But either way, Vancouver. And, uh, leads, uh, we do six. have a score, Chris. The Flyers are ahead of the Canadians with twelve thirty to go in the first one nothing. Okay. okay, and, and Montreal is playing without their coach. Yeah, uh, Claude Julian. He had uh, since put in his heart this week, and he's yeah. out for the rest of the playoffs. And uh, yesterday, they or Friday when they played, uh, they they uh, dominated the Flyers. So that might have been an emotional win, but they could be coming back to earth tonight. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and uh, so as I was saying, it's two nothing in the series for Vancouver over St. Louis. So the Blues definitely need to win. I'm going to give you the Monday schedule because I was able to get that, but I don't want to. I could have tried to get Tuesday, but with uh, I think things are a bit up in the air depending on what series end and so forth. So, but we know what's going to happen Monday. And the first game is going to be Tampa Bay at Columbus at 3 p.m. Uh, out of Toronto, of course. That's then their favorite time to start that series. They they seem to be playing at 3 o'clock most of the time. Yeah. At 5.30, we'll have Calgary at Dallas. So that's yep. a 2-2, and they're coming right back. That'll be game five. Back-to-back, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. 8 o'clock will be the, uh, the Bruins and uh, – and Carolina, uh, yeah. and that'll be game uh, three, uh, four of that four. series. Game four. And yeah. then at ten thirty, I think we have Colorado and Arizona. Yep. So that's the Monday schedule for okay. for hockey. And okay. anything else that we need to cover on that? Uh, no, I, I, I other than Tukaras and and Claude Julian, Claude Julian. I, I think yep. I think everything is covered in hockey. Okay, to the NBA. Unless we have any callers, oh, yeah. uh, any callers, Perry? Not yet. Okay. okay. Uh, NBA, man. NBA. Here are your final. Here are your final standings for this year, and as they say, if your team didn't make the playoffs, you can figure out how many ping-pong balls you might get and all that stuff. Milwaukee, of course, uh, won the East at number one seed with 56-17. and 17. Toronto, number two at 53-19. and 19. The Celtics, 48-24. and 24. Basically, uh, they were going to win about 54 games in the regular season and about two-thirds of the games, and that's what they did. They came in and basically did what they were going to do in the bubble and stayed where they were. Celtics, and, Brad Steven, and Brad Stevens got a contract extension yes, because of that. So. Yes, he did. 
Yeah. Indiana overtook Miami for the fourth seed. Not that it means anything. They were going to play each other anyway, but they're the yeah. fourth seed yeah. at 45 and 28. Miami, 44 and 29. The sixth seed is the 76ers at 43 and 30. Brooklyn, the seventh seed at 35, 37. Orlando, the eighth seed at 33 and 40. Then Washington did recapture that ninth spot. They didn't want to go down in history as having lost a spot. So they ended up at 25 and 47. Charlotte is 10th at 23 and 42. Chicago, 22 and 43 and 11th. And or, Chicago uh, fired their coach. There will, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. The Knicks are 21 and 45, 12th. Detroit, 20 and 46, 13th. Atlanta is 14 at 20 and 47. And Cleveland is the bottom in the East, 19 and 46. In the West, the Lakers are number one at 52 and 19. The Clippers at, at uh, 49 and 23. Denver at 46 and 27 is uh, 27. Yeah, third. Houston, 45 and 28. The 44 and 28 is fourth. Oklahoma City, 4 and 4 and 28 is fifth. So they tied exactly, but uh, when he, whatever, the probably head to head. Houston got fourth. Oklahoma City, fifth. Yeah. U- Utah. Yeah, Utah is also 44 and 28 from what I have here, and they're six. Okay, whatever. Uh, Dallas at, at 43 and 32. Portland 35, 39, and then Memphis is now out. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Memphis uh, ended up 34 and 39 in ninth place. They came in with a pretty good lead in that for eighth place, and they ended up not making it. So they're not going to be happy. They about almost that. didn't even make play in game. That, that's or, right. <laughs> Yeah, Phoenix won the bubble. They were thirty-four and thirty-nine. Had the best record in the bubble. Came yeah, they they were unde- they were undefeated in the bubble. As a matter right. of fact, yeah, they passed a, passed a few teams and got yeah. almost made it. Thirty-four, thirty-nine, eleventh San Antonio, thirty-two, thirty-nine. This is the first time since what year, uh, Sean, that they haven't made yeah. the playoffs? Nineteen ninety-seven was the last year. I think one of the longest playoff yep. streaks. In any sport, it is the longest in the NBA. Yes. The long, yes. one of the longest in any sport that they it's, they missed you know, twenty two yes. years in a row making the playoffs, and they've only missed the playoffs five times in their history: eighty four, eighty seven, eighty nine. 97, and now this and now. year. And, of course, 87 turned into David Robinson, 89 into Sean Elliott with a three, 97. And then 97, Tim Duncan, Duncan, yep. So they're in the lottery list this year. Let's see what kind of magic pop works. See how lucky they get. And, uh, yeah, the longest one that we could think of was the Bruins were in for 29 years in the NHL. That's the longest streak we know right. of. Uh, Sacramento, 31 and 41. New Orleans, 30 and 42. The Zion experiment did not work. They couldn't uh, figure out a way to get him in other than having, uh, you know, uh, Adam Silver and, just say uh, New Orleans is in. We're just going to let him in. And, and they fired their coach. Well, we'll get, yeah, we'll we'll get that'll to change. We'll get, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to those. Minnesota is the 14th uh, seed in the West at 19 and 45. They, of course, did not go to the bubble. The only two in the West that didn't go. And Golden State at 15 and 50. So uh, they didn't have to go. And that's kind of what the, they wanted. The, they just wanted to stay home and they got to. Portland beat Memphis in that play in game. And since Portland at the last minute had gotten the eighth seed, that meant there wasn't another game today. So Portland beat Memphis 126 120. And that so, was a per, that was a pretty good playing game. I did listen to part of that yesterday. Oh, yes, yeah. it was a very good game yesterday. And I okay. wish too yeah. bad there wasn't a way that they could have somehow got Phoenix in a three team round robin because Phoenix yeah. man, they just they're yeah, a that team cool. that next year you got to watch them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they only like to play in Orlando though. That might be they'll probably win their game in Orlando anyway. Okay. So on Monday, 
this is the the NBA playoff seating uh, structure. And hey, if you're off tomorrow, you got some basketball. This is like it's going to be like Christmas for the next Every few days. Every day, throughout the they're going to start early throughout the whole yeah the next two. So weeks. Monday, the first game at one o'clock, Utah at Denver. So that's actually one thirty, Chris. Okay, well, Miss A said one. Yeah, I don't know whether they're giving us a who knows, but anyway, okay. she said one o'clock, Utah at Denver, and then at four. Is that correct? Uh, yes. 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 So Utah and Denver is the six. They're the six playing uh, three. At four, we have Brooklyn, the seven seed, playing Toronto, the two seed. That's a four o'clock game. At six, we have Philadelphia, the six seed, playing the Celtics, the three seed. I'll bet that's six thirty though. Six thirty. Yeah, bet you that's six thirty. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay, I see what they're doing. And then at nine, well, then I will uh, disregard her uh, times for the rest of this. Uh, for the, yeah. I'll add the thirties where they go and all that stuff. Okay, okay we can do this every two and a half hours. So Philadelphia and the Celtics six thirty, and of course that means the Bruins and Celtics playing the same time. Uh, so in, in Boston, the Bruins will be on ninety eight point five, and the Celtics be on one hundred five seven. And right. at nine nine p.m., Dallas at the Clippers. Dallas is the number seven seed. The Clippers is, are the two seed. So Tuesday again one thirty, we have Milwaukee at. Orlando, so that's the uh, Milwaukee, uh, I mean, Orlando at Milwaukee, so Orlando's eight, Milwaukee is one. At four, we have Miami and Indiana, of course, the four or five seed. Hey, Bill, what do you think about your Pacers going in? Do you think they gotta, they're going to do okay with uh, Indiana, or I mean, with Miami or not? I have a feeling the Pacers will win the first round. And then they'll have to play Milwaukee, so that yeah, uh, won't be too, too easy. No. Okay. Then at uh, 6.30, we have Oklahoma City and at Houston, again, a 4-5. And then at 9 o'clock, we have Portland and the Lakers. And people around here have been saying that you guys think Portland's going to give the Lakers a, a tussle. I yeah, think not, Portland's going to give them a game. With Jamie and Miller and that guard play, because that's the thing. Lakers really don't have a lot of guard play right now. They're really, no, the, you know, they really the, got the, the Lakers focus their attention on LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Portland focuses their attention on the backcourt, so it's going to be yeah. a, it's going to be one of those kind of games. But Who's going the, to do better, the, the inside one, game or the outside game? The one thing that Portland does not have a lot of defense. That is the one thing. But if any eight is going to sneak up on a one, they probably won't win it. Like them taking a couple games. Now, here's the way. As you see, the way it's working, for those of you that are wondering on schedules, they are going to stay playing every other day. So all the two sevens and three sixes, they're playing tomorrow. They'll play again Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. That series, if it goes seven game, will end on Saturday the 29th. Then on Tuesday, it starts the one eights and the four fives, and they will end if they go, any of them go to game seven, they will go to Sunday, Sunday the, 30th. the yeah. 30th of August. They don't have a right. double, a back, any back-to-back days. It's all every other day. Right. Four games a day, starting at one thirty in the afternoon, almost every day. Or but it doesn't mean you're going to necessarily, doesn't mean like the Celtics always play at 6.30. They might play in the afternoon at one time or 9 o'clock yeah, or whatever. They might right. move around They'll have games wise. all day. TNT, will be, TNT, ESPN will have almost every, you know, we'll have most of them. T- I think it's TNT all day tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Christmas in August is what you got because this is That's what you right, get on yes. Christmas Day. Basically, this is it's so you, March Madness in August. March Madness and Christmas and Christmas so, in August. But, but between the NHL and NBA, you've got sports pretty much oh, all day fun. long. It's fun. So, yeah. You know, I can't oh, sit down right now, and part of it is because the Red Sox are so bad. I am not focusing on baseball till we get at least the first round out of the way. I don't have time. We've got play 
playoff games and I'd rather do the playoffs. And yeah, there's no crowd for anything that's real, a real crowd, but the baseball is just so like not happening yet. You know, it's it, even though, yeah. you, you know, even though it's a third of the way through the season, but Perry, I wanted you to talk about something, but, and then we'll get to the uh, stories within the league. But our, our, we, our friend Jim, who used to be in New Orleans, had a question and he's an all things radio listener. And then maybe he listens to this show. I know he's now in Vermont. Anyway, he had a question about apps in the NBA that you and Bill were talking about. Right. He wanted to know how do you listen to the NBA playoffs using the SiriusXM app on your device. So what I did is I went in, I hit across right across the bottom of your screen, I went over and I hit search, and then I hit all channels, and it starts at one, and it'll take you clear through your channel guide. Now, Bill also said you can just type in in the search, you can just type in NBA, and that should bring up your channels too, and that is true. So it should work. The way I did it with an, an iPhone, it should work for Jim's uh, Android device. Very similar, maybe slightly different, but it should be pretty close to that. Okay. So Robert has been wanting to uh, to talk about these stories. He can't wait. So no. we're going to talk. We're going to say first that Alvin Gentry was let go of the, as a coach of New Orleans, uh, and and it was after five years. He only had one playoff appearance. And uh, and uh, let's see, I, I had a record for him. Where did I, where did that go? Uh, the 175 and 225. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 175 right. and 225 was his record. Uh, right now, the top candidates that they're talking about are, well, they're looking Tyron Lue and Jason Kidd. Both, I think, with Jason Kidd would be good with Alonzo Ball, but Tyron Lue, because David Griffin comes from, uh, he comes from uh, Cleveland, and he has a little bit of a history with Tyron Lue, and you, Tyron Lue really didn't get to see what, what Ty Lue did because he had LeBron. Yeah, you know, what he could do wasn't really given a whole lot of a the, you know, the, of a the shot, way I'm but. the way I'm hearing things, Sean. It's Tyron lose job uh, to lose, basically. But <laughs> if if something happens in Houston, if Mike D'Antoni somehow ends up leaving, if they don't make it very far in the playoffs, or so for some reason they want to get rid of him, the talk is that they would love to go get D'Antoni. And like our friend Main Reason was saying, David Griffin has a connection with him with Phoenix, yeah, you know, the Steve Nash era, mm-hmm. and that leads to possibly if he does leave. The rumor is Jeff Van, and this is according to Jerome Solomon of the Houston Chronicle and ESPN 97.5 in Houston, that uh, Jeff Van Gundy could go back to Houston, which I don't know. Yeah, well, I, uh, I talked about this earlier uh, somewhere today, and didn't Jeff Van Gundy coach Houston when yeah, Yao Ming was back to Houston? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was at Houston. He was at Houston before. He'd go didn't, back. It didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go very well, right? The broadcast booth. Yeah. You have to stay in the broadcast booth. Okay. Then we have another move that was made. Lottie Divac is out as GM of the Sacramento Kings, and uh, uh, Joe Dumars, the old Detroit Piston, is in. And uh, Robert used to be a, a Kings fan. Any uh, comments on that? Um, uh, Not only is Vlade uh, uh, out, but so is P.J. Stojakovic. He's also out of a job. Um, look, I don't like the fact that they're, they're only giving Joe Dumars an interim tag. Joe Dumars is an experienced GM. Yes, he, he didn't. His teams weren't very well in in Detroit, but not all that was his fault. It was it was ownership. But okay, he's going to be interim GM. But I heard he also is going to have the job as president of basketball operations. Yeah, that's the job you... that's not going to be interim. But he's also going to be interim GM. They want to bring a GM to be with him. And part of this goes down. The new owner who took over a couple of years ago, his name escapes me. The Indian. Uh, the I owner. can't pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah. The owner who bought him a couple of years ago. He wanted he wanted Dumars to have more say because Dumars was working in the office. Vlade Divas was like, no, no, this is my. And so it was like 
Devos basically, he left, so he technically was not fired. He left because uh, this guy wants Dumars to have a lot of say, and Dumars, I mean, he's done well as a GM, and you know, whether he's GM, president of basketball operations, whatever he is, I mean, if he gets the support, like I said, this owner's still relatively new. We'll see. In the past, the Kings have had very poor luck with owners. I yeah, mean, quite terrible, Carol. In my opinion, this team should be in Seattle. That's just, that's just the way I look at it. Well, they've been improving the last couple of years, though. So, I mean, yes, I mean just, yeah. they seem to be on the right track. So, it may yeah. be a personality thing right now. Yeah. I mean, then we got Chicago. I mean, then we yep. got Chicago, and that's the one I had the record for. Jim Boyland out in Chicago as a Bulls coach, and he was 39 and say 84. That's the record I had. Yep, I 39, 84. Yep. And the so, rumor is that I've heard. They would love to talk to Spurs assistant Becky Hammond, who a lot of people say that whenever Popovich leaves, she will step into that job. But there's also rumors about Tim Duncan because he coached the team this year. But Chicago would like to talk to her. Um, they've, they've asked for formal permission, so we'll see if San Antonio grants yeah. PM right now anyway. Um, I don't. They have a whole new structure. Uh, I don't fired know. Paxson, they fired. They fired team. everybody. I don't know who the new GM okay. in Chicago is. Well, right if Jamal, now. if Jamal has time, and if he wants Jamal, to call in, in fact, Jamal has Jamal has his hand up. So, Bill, if you well, want to, let's just see if you want to unmute, right yeah. if you want to unmute Jamal and bring him in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Here you are, Jamal. Sorry. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, maybe he's got to unmute himself like we did. Well, Jamal, try to hit t- Jamal. Try hitting star six. Hello. Okay. There you, there you, are. There you okay. go, there you Jamal. Go. So before we we're going to ask you a question, what's the story with the Bulls uh, thing with Jim Boylan and the GM situation? Well, the, the guy, the guy they got for GM, the uh, president of basketball operations. I forgot the guy's last name. He was from Denver originally. He had, he's an international fellow. I forgot the guy's last name. Okay. And then they had an assistant, the guy who was assistant GM in Philadelphia, who they hired. I forgot. I'm embarrassed. I forgot the guy's last name. Okay, as well. um, that's okay. So they're but, new. So they're going to make their first hire. Basically, these are all yeah. new people. Right, right. But, but you know what? I say good riddance to Jim Boylan. I wouldn't trust that man to coach a church league for the kids. <laughs> okay. The, the, guy, the guy was terrible. There was the reason why he was a, a 30 year assistant. You're an assistant okay. for a reason, and, it yeah. was, and we clearly saw that as Bulls fans. And I'm trying to keep it clean. This is a family show. Yeah, yes. yeah. Wait, we yes. we we we've but, talked about that. So now, any anything else? Did you call in about that, or was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Well, yes, about the uh, White Sox. Now it's unfortunate that they had to drop the doubleheader to the COVID Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, really, they should have. They really should have swept them people, but nevertheless. I they made the up for today, though, Jamal. I just thought the White House could get back on track and get it back in that second spot and then find their way into the playoffs instead of uh, dealing with the likes of uh, oh, You can stay around 500. Their goal and, is to stay around 500. That, that'll uh, probably get you in, I think. Uh, instead of, Cleveland, instead of uh, Minnesota and the Cleveland Idiots. <laughs> so, okay. All right. All right. So we, all right. All right. Uh, well, then. A couple other NBA notes. Uh, Mike Conley left the bubble today because his baby was born, and they knew this was coming up, and he had to go back to Columbus. And now it said, as you said, it said could be indefinite. But if he's gone less than seven days and he tests negative, even while he's gone, all he has to do is quarantine four days. So however long he's gone, he may not be around for the uh, 
for the you know the first round, but well, he might you know he had he, a baby and back in three days, and he might be around for the second half of the, that series or something like that. We'll see how yeah. it goes, you know. But then here's the big news with the NBA. This is some good news. This yes. is not just good for NBA, not just good for sports. This could be good for schools, for the country, all of us, the country, the whole yeah. country. All right, the FDA yesterday approved called a, a, the saliva direct test, which was funded by the NBA and the NBA Players Association and done at Yale University. And it has a 94% accuracy rate, and they can get the results within two hours. They don't have to stick the thing down your nose. It's just saliva. You know, they take it. It's done, and they don't even have to ship it off to a lab. You can do it right. They don't have to ship it off somewhere. So you can do it in your office, get the test within within two hours, and they, the NBA paid for this. They've been using it, and they've been matching it up with other tests, and it's been very accurate because if you notice, since July 13th, the NBA has had zero tests come back positive in, right. in the bubble. So that's not just good for them. It's good for yeah, um, that's great. all of us. That's great. And one other thing also, Al McCoy finished his 47th year broadcasting with Cleveland. And, or with uh, Phoenix. Cleveland, with Phoenix. Phoenix. And he's coming back. And Bob Fitzgerald is going to be doing all the TNT games because Brian Anderson is just doing the Brewers games and he's doing the baseball for TBS this year. But Al McCoy, we figured out, uh, we think he might be the longest, the only uh, <coughs> person who uh, might be close, and I hadn't thought about it. And I guess Joe Tate's uh, uh, up there, too. Joe Tate with Cleveland. When you say Cleveland, that rang a bell. But he missed a couple of years because of the Ted Stepien era. Yep. He would not right. broadcast the game Al for that McCoy idiot. So. Al McCoy is definitely the longest currently working in the NBA. But I'm, I think the he's the longest ever because because I think he beat Chick Hearn and Joe Tate. I think yeah. they would be. Yeah. Johnny Most was about 36 years. I think Jim, Jim uh, I mean, Joe Tate and, and uh, Chick were about 42 or so. And, 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 and Gary Gerald for the Sacramento Kings is up there also, uh, even though he's and now going to be doing TV full-time. And Hot Rod Hunley's up there, you know. Yep. But he so, was in the 30s. Hot yeah, Rod so there you go. Yeah. Okay, so I think now it's time. And, and, and Chris, we do need to point out, just for reference, that we learn these things every time we have them. Al McCoy is an Iowan, so there you go. There, yeah, there you go. He's an Iowa. Well, we're going to talk about Iowa and some other Big Ten yeah. states and a lot of college football. I'm just going to get let, let you, Sean, and you, Perry, go for it and and do your recap as to who's I'll throw in if uh, there's something that we missed. But I think basically you guys can do this because there was a lot of back and forth this week, confusion on Monday as to who was saying what and what was canceled. But where do we stand? I, tonight, I guess please? to put it in into perspective to make it very simple for people. The Big Ten says they are not playing, but there is a petition going around, and it's got about 60,000 signatures saying players want to play, so let them play. That That's the Big Ten. The Pac-12 says they're not playing. Well, they're playing. Okay, when you say not playing, you're saying in the fall, and but you're saying they're holding yeah. out hope for the spring, correct? They're holding they're out holding hope out for the spring, now. but from what I am hearing, that is not going to happen. And, and the Pac-12, the difference in there is they have canceled all fall sports until January 1st, including basketball. The Big yes. Ten just said canceling all fall sports. And right. here's but the, the difference. But the, AC, on, the, but the ACC, the Big 12, and the SEC all are going to try to play a college football season starting sometime in September. Well, yeah, the Big 12 has their non-conference games September 12th. And conference games start on September 26th. Same thing, SEC starts on September 26th. They're only doing a conference-only schedule. So the ACC also wants everybody to have their non-conference game 
out of the way by September 26th. They want to do it. Uh, and the Big 12 is talking about their championship on December 12th, the other two on December the 19th. Because remember, the Big 12 only has nine you know, nine conference games where the other two are playing 10. Now, here's, here's the thing with this. Also, the Mountain West announced they are going to try to play in the spring. But the other three, three of the other group of five, the Sunbelt Conference USA and the AAC, who is desperately trying to get back into the Power Five, they're just, you know, remember, they were, when they were the Big East, the old Big East, they were there. They're desperately trying. They're all still, you know, they're all still playing their games. The MAC, of course, remember, they canceled last Sunday. They were the ones that really, or last Saturday, they started it all off. But the Pac-12 was very transparent. They were very upfront as far as what they were doing. But the Big Ten was the first one to break it. Now, the Big Ten controversy. This is where this all comes with this petition. Remember, a week ago Wednesday, the Big Ten put out their schedule. They were going to start September 3rd. Six days later, they finally announced they were canceling. Then the Pac-12 followed them. And, of course, well, usually the Big Ten and the Pac-12 go together. The other conferences usually do stuff together. Because even going back to 1984, the TV contract, that when they took them to court, and you had the old the Big Ten, Pac-10 with CBS, the other conferences, all the other conferences, and all the Eastern Independents had the College Football Association where they had their deals with ABC and ESPN and WTBS. So they've always kind of worked in those two groups. So, But the, the Big Ten's deal is there was no real explanation, no cons- consultants for the, the Big 12 said, we had the same medical information that the Big Ten used, and we think we can get it done. We'd rather get it done now in case there's an outbreak, but they leave the door open to cancel. And also the Big Ten, here's the other part, the commissioner, new commissioner Kevin Warren, his son plays for Mississippi State. He's not opting out. 13 of the 14 Big Ten schools are, you know, all the Big Ten schools are back in school. We're Pac-12. There's several that are only doing online, which that was a big argument if you're if your students are not back on campus, how can your athletes be? But the students are back on in the Big Ten, and they're having intramural. They're playing intramural sports, but they're saying, oh, football can't. That, and that's where Justin Fields started this petition. Him and his parents, and then some Penn State players got involved, and they're over, like I said, as of, as of 6 o'clock tonight. Then you, have, 6, so, you, have, so, you have some, uh, Sean, from Iowa and Nebraska. Yeah, you had some, so, yeah, some, you had some players from, from a those, lot of different, yeah. because according to Greg Sharp of the Huskers, it was not a unanimous vote as far even, and you had more than just, he thinks more than just Iowa and Nebraska voted. Right. They wanted to we play know, we know those, we know those two, however. Yeah, we know those two. And the petition basically says we want the Big Ten schedule to either be reinstated or leave it up to the individual schools and players on whether they will, on whether they want to play or whether they want to opt out. So they're saying, you know, these players are saying, wait a minute, you didn't, you didn't show us any documents. The Pac-12 showed documents to theirs. And Perry, you were talking about press conference. Yeah, it was the Kevin Warren was not good on the Big Ten Network. He no. he, he couldn't yeah. he couldn't answer the questions about where, you know, the medical advice. He just said it was uncertainty and that and he kept saying that over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. And Bob Bowlesby, on contrary, who we complain about Bob Bowlesby a lot in the Big 12, <laughs> but he did say as of right now, we are going forward with the 26, but he's still reserving the right. And there's yeah. talk. You could have well. If you go back to the pre-BCS days with the split national champions, you'll have your yeah. fall national champion, your spring national champion. Instead of having like the last one, the last split was OU and USC. 
also the NCAA, now remember, they do not govern, F, govern FBS football, but they did announce that all, all championships for NCAA sports were canceled for the for the fall. Harry, you said something about not having the games in the spring. I thought that there was a chance that we'd have. And is it the same for the Pac-12 and the Big Ten to not have uh, the games? Abso- in the absolute, absolutely. There's a chance of it, but most people are saying if you play it in the spring, you're if 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 they have any chance of going to the NFL, they're not playing in the spring. No, no. And but the, what, and what I'm thinking is that might cause them to play. What I'm thinking that might cause them to play if by spring we have you know things a little more in place than we do now with testing and this and that, and that you might be able to start to have fans in the stands, and that would maybe negate that problem. Here's the turnaround, though. Here's the thing. You're done in May, and then you're coming back either September, even if they delay it to October. You still have that. I mean, it's playing all those games in a a nine- to ten-month period could be, you know, that's, that's the concern that some have. Right. Plus, yeah. like, like he said, Perry said, the whole, you know, a lot of players said, oh, we're going to go to the NFL. Uh, we're going to set out. So, you know, well, that, I want my Memorial Day, Day Rose Bowl. That, that's my thing. I want the <laughs> Memorial Day Rose Bowl. What do you, what do you yeah. think? What do you think, Pam? Do you want, our, do you want your Memorial Day Rose Bowl, too? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to miss a parade. I want to see the parade. Wouldn't yeah, the parade probably won't Memorial happen. Memorial Day. Uh, no, it's, the it's parade's all, already been canceled. For it's New already Day been yet. canceled, though, yeah. Yeah, the parade's already been canceled. Yeah, I know but, it has. But you know, yeah. I I yeah. I don't know. This 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 whole thing to me is is odd because A, they're not gonna be able to crown a champion from what I'm from what I'm hearing, there aren't enough schools that are playing that will constitute anything that would be fair. Even well, seven schools are playing in the fall. Seventy-seven are playing. Right. The three, the pre-power conference schools may cook something up if if they agree. You know, somehow have a three-way playoff. You know, whoever has the best one, two, three. And they may bring an AAC team in on it. That's they, right. They and they, you know, cook up something to have a turn, a little tournament. And you know, if yes, they do that, be a, if they do that, the the NCAA better be careful because if they start doing it on their own, the NCAA might lose any leverage that they that they still have, well, which is very are, little. Basically, they already are doing it on their own. The NCAA, that is not an NCAA championship. Remember, that, right. is, that is not an NCAA championship. The NCAA, they have the only sanction they have over Division One FBS football is player payment, Title IX situations, they do not have anything over right. scheduling, over and even over any of the conferences. They don't have anything. The only the main thing they have sanctioning over are postseason championships, but they've decided they do not want to do an NCAA football championship. Right. And this, you know, and speaking, of the, speaking of the NCAA and stuff that they do have control over, uh, while we're on college sports, apparently they have come up with this brilliant idea um, of having a bubble for the NCAA basketball tournament, which a bubble it may not be a horrible idea in itself, but they're going to limit the teams to 32 teams, and there will be no automatic bids. Now, if you're a fan, like I am, of a smaller conference, you know darn well what this means is the NCAA is going to take all the big guys, and you're going to get kicked to the curb. Right. Yep, because there's 34 conferences. Yeah, and that's sad. Yeah, and a couple a couple teams uh, remember that Notre Dame got protected by the ACC trying to get it, I think them to come into the ACC when they're in football they're in and everything else. But the end, uh, the Notre Dame got protected. Other independents did not. We already knew about UConn, UMass, and Old Dominion also canceled their seasons because they're not going to get any games anymore. Old Dominion, so. you, well, and Old Dominion is the only team out of a conference that is still playing that canceled their season because they're in the Conference USA. 
Right. Okay. So, all right. So that's college football. So it's still a mess. More next week, I'm sure. We have a few NFL notes, and then we can do our, our death, and uh, that'll be it. NFL, we have uh, Perry uh, said that there's five on-field officials, and two replay replay officials have opted out. So a little uh, officiating. If you want, if you're an official, you got a whistle and everything. Go to the NFL. You might get a job. It's going to be uh, going to be good. That's and, right, uh, because the NFL. They're saying now they're since that happened, they're short. They're short of officials. Right. So that'll, uh, well, you know what? There's some college football officials that might be free. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. And then uh, a good story here. Alex Smith is going to, uh, he's cleared to play football now after all he went through. After that horrible injury he suffered a couple of years ago, nobody ever thought he'd play again. And it's a, it's a miracle that he's now going to be able to get back on the football field. And uh, a lot of experts seem to think that he's going to be able to take that starting job from Dwayne Haskins. So yeah, I don't see why he can't, he should get a good chance at it for the Washington football team. Yeah, and uh, gotta say Speak, that. You know, that speaking, w, what did you call them, uh, Sean? The WFT is that what you want to call them? Or Washington? Yeah, well, you know, WF, Washington F, Washington FC. You know, yeah, like the because, soccer team. You know, yeah. like in soccer, they have FC Dallas, uh, FC this, yeah, yeah. Austin yeah. FC coming in. So we have Washington FC. That's that sounds called. good to me. I'll, I'll yeah. do that. Uh, and then uh, the other one is Chris Hogan signed with the Jets. So yep. that'll make. Uh, he never actually. I don't think he actually played with the Dolphins. So that means he's been on the roster of all five AFC East teams. And, yep. uh, he was an import, uh, all four. <laughs> he was a, an important target for uh, Tom Brady. He was. He, they had a good rapport back. You know, like he was the Edelman. You know, Edelman uh, number two guy. You know, he, Tom could really trust him. A good good player in his day. But yep. he's had a lot of injuries. Okay, we have three deaths, and then. Wait, actually, no, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We do have. Yes, we do have. We do have our idiot with the Seahawks shot. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, we got our. But before him, Jerry Jones has spoken. Oh boy! And now the state of Texas allows you to have up to fifty percent at outdoor sporting events, but most sporting events have done twenty to twenty-five percent. You know, the ones that are allowed within the league. Jerry thinks he can get fifty, and he says I might be able to get a little more. So Jerry has gotten off the yacht. He thinks he can have as many. He thinks he'll be able to have a whole crew of fans coming in there. Uh, Jerry, for you. But he's at it. But now, wait a minute. That is that isn't indoor, isn't it? Uh, it's retractable roof. It's a retractable roof, so I don't know how they classify yeah, that. Retractable when I was there, it felt like you were outside, but I can't tell you, you know, visually, I couldn't tell yeah, you. It, it's it's yeah, Jerry World, is, retra- Jerry World yeah. is retractable. They have the roof open a lot of times for football, but, yeah. you know, and yes, Seattle, we got to get to <laughs> Oh, my God. I can't remember his name. Do you have his name, Perry? I, I don't know. No. He was a free agent. He was a free agent, and and now he's a free agent again. Yeah, he was undrafted, 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 undrafted. And he signed a two thousand dollars signing bonus, so he probably wasn't going to make the roster. Chances are, but he decided he wanted some female companionship, and. So he snuck this girl in, had her in Seahawks gear, tried to dress her up as a Seahawks player, and he was busted. And now he's back looking for a job at Subway or somewhere like that. There you that. go. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can get yourself in trouble. You got with those hormones; yeah. they'll get you every time. That's okay. Right. Chris, so Chris, NBA, Chris, uh, Chris, those women do it to us all the time, don't they? Yeah, well, right. and the end, oh yeah, that reminds me. Uh, speaking of that type of story, the NBA, you know, after the first round, family members. 
members, you know, whoever uh, they can come in. The NBA had put some protocol on that too. Yep. <laughs> they had this. They had to step in on this because apparently. The players, some players were thinking of bringing in a girl maybe that they either did or didn't know, but they said, you have to have a relationship with the person. You have right. to know who they are, uh-huh. uh, you know, family, a spouse or significant other that you've been with. It can't be just some one of your girls from your local cities that uh-huh. you meet on the yeah. road. Yeah. Well, it, it, Robert, you know, hockey can hold its head high and say, uh, we don't do those things. No, no, we that, don't. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, sure. So anyway, they're they just going to keep Keep their bubble pure in the, with the hockey, and I just want to keep it that way. Okay, so we have some death, and actually Sean can comment on uh, one of them because we, we don't have the message uh, because that got stuck in the phone system, but we will let Sean comment, and then if there's something significant, we can bring it back when we get our phone system back. But we have three other people we would need to talk about, and thanks to David USF, as always, for giving us this information. He's over on the other system. He's going to do it for us until we move back to the main system. So we have Mitch Hoops. He was 67 years old. He's a punter. Uh, he played for the Cowboys in 75, and then on on January 18, 1976, in Super Bowl X, his punt was blocked, and we had the call of that uh, that David gave us, and it was uh, uh, blocked, and it went in the end zone for a safety, and that gave Pittsburgh cut the lead to 10 to nine, and uh, the Cowboys had been ahead 10 to seven, and it ended up that the Steelers won that game 21-17. So uh, that was that was cool, and uh, you know, so that that was one uh, footnote in history. And uh, let's see. Uh, then we had, uh, let's see, Danny White came in, and he could punt as well. So he was cut by the Cowboys. So in 76, he went to San Diego, and uh, he played uh, nine games for San Diego and one for Houston in 76. 77, he went to Detroit, and then he came back after a retirement of uh, six years, being out of football, came back for the Boston Breakers. Now, the Breakers are the interesting team in the uh, USFL. They were the ones that were going to end up in Guam the next time because they went from Boston to New Orleans to Seattle. Portland. And I, uh, Portland, yes. Portland, so they were always on. They were always always on the coast, but they were going to go have to go because they had to move every year. So if the league had gone on, they would have gone into Guam or Hawaii or something. I don't know where they would have ended up, but right. anyway, they were here. They played at BU Field, uh, Nickerson Field, and I went to a couple of their games. So he punted for them, but then he uh, pulled his hamstring, and so he had to retire. Uh, and then, and let's see. He had uh, he had four punts blocked in 25 NFL games. He died as a homeless person, and uh, that is sad. Okay, yep. and then we have defensive Ed Herb Orvis. I remember him on Thanksgiving Day with the Lions. He was 73. He was uh, he was Colorado's all-time sack leader, and then he was drafted by the Lions uh, 16th in the 72 draft. And he played for the Lions from 72 through 78, 77, I'm sorry, Baltimore 78 through 81. He had nine uh, fumble recoveries, and uh, he was elected to the College Hall of Fame in 2004, Colorado Hall of Fame in 14, and the College Football Hall of Fame in 16. And he retired in 2013 after uh, after growing fruit, and he you know had the construction, and uh, he had ran an art gallery, all kinds of cool stuff. And he had died of Parkinson's disease. He was diagnosed in 08. And then we have Quentin McCord. He was 42. I always hate to see those numbers that low. Uh, a Kentucky wide receiver of 96 through 2000 played uh, with Tim Couch. He had 112 receptions for 1,743 yards and 15 touchdowns. And then uh, he was the seventh uh, seventh round draft pick in 01. He went to Atlanta, played there for three seasons, 23 receptions for 427 yards, one touchdown. So he was like a third, fourth wide receiver. He went to uh, Canadian football, played for the Winnipeg uh, Jet. Uh, no, Winnipeg. Uh, who are Blue they? Bombers. Blue, Blue Bombers. Bombers. And then in, in uh, 07 for the Edmonton Eskimos. That's and right. Then 23 receptions.
interceptions, 296 yards, no touchdowns in Canada, don't have a cause of death. And then we have a wrestler who died. Who was that, Sean? All right, well, normally we wouldn't be talking about that on here. I would be doing it on my wrestling hotline, and I had a, re- had a thing all ready to go. But since, since my line is down <laughs> with the whole system, Kamala the Ugandan Giant, a lot of you remember him, uh, James Harris. And he died at 70, diabetes, kidney failure. Uh, he, had, he was an amputee because he lost his leg due to diabetes. Uh, started wrestling in 1978. He, in 1982, he came up with the Kumala, the Ugandan giant. GMA in Memphis wrestled in Mid-South Wrestling, World Class Wrestling, the WWF, uh, Slash E, and many other independent circuits. He built himself as a jungle beast from Uganda. He was a old farm boy from Mississippi, but he wasn't really, didn't have a lot of charisma, didn't have, couldn't really talk very well. So they came up with this gimmick where he didn't have to, but he was just this, I mean, a savage, you know, to sell him. And yeah, that's, yep. uh, I will be talking more about that when the line comes back on, when a wrestling okay. line comes back. So, so unless anyway, you have anything, but, yeah, so that's, anything else, uh, we, uh, I've got all my stuff done. I think got we got her done. So Sean, okay, why don't you wrap it up? Uh, Robert, I believe there is an nerd. Hey, isn't there, a, isn't there a pretty big, like a heavyweight, like a pretty marquee boxing well, we had one uh, last week, uh, and we have well, one. this Saturday? This Saturday? This Saturday? Uh, like this Saturday let's see. Uh, that would be. Yeah, no, we've got. Uh, it's Walter Waite. Walter Waite. Yeah, Sean Porter is uh, going to be yeah, making Sean. a come, come back, but he's not fighting anybody important. I, I wish I could give you more details on that. Oh, I thought but, it was for a championship. No, no, no. Uh, because Porter, remember, lost to Earl Spence. And uh, so now he's got to build himself back up. Okay, uh, that's why you're here. I thought we were getting a free uh, championship on free TV for no. You, you, will, you will be getting some free championships on free TV on ESPN in October, but uh, nothing right now. Uh, we've got some pay-per-views coming up in boxing. Uh, we have one in September that's coming up, and then a couple in November, I believe, and then December. Uh, it's either going to be in December or February for the third fight with. Uh, Wilder and Fury, and in my opinion, Tyson Fury is just going to take care of business so we can ultimately get the unification bout set up with him and Anthony Joshua. That's the one everybody wants to see. And we've also had a postponement, right, in the Mike Tyson, uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight? Uh, Yeah, that broke last week after the show. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, that has been moved to Thanksgiving weekend. They figured, the promoters and the fighters figured there's going to be more people at home because a holiday weekend, so they want to move the pay-per-view from September 12th to November 28th. Not, not only that, but they're foreseeing what I am, which is the November, uh, kind of a blank slate in November, because hockey's not going to come back till the 1st of December if they can, and the NBA till Christmas. So right. you're not going to have them as much, and the college football we see is going to be at least decimated, if not hardly non And not much so. college basketball going on. And, 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 right. in, my, and in my opinion, uh, save your money, because uh, you know it, uh, it's, it's only going to be an exhibition, and I don't know I don't know how serious these guys, these guys are going to take it, and I don't want to see people spend seventy or eighty dollars on something that may not turn out to be worth anything. Okay, all right. So I think we're ready to wrap it up, Sean. All right. Well, first of all, leave it, uh, if you want to comment on anything throughout the week, eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five or sports lounge at allthingsradio.net, or go over to the to seven one two four three two. 
3642, board number nine for the sports lounge, and leave comments over there, or board 13 is schedules. And hey, let us, let it, like I said earlier, let us know what you think of the show, what you like, what you don't like. We can take it. Uh, if you want to download the podcast, go to legendoldies.com, tell your smart device, play the sports lounge podcast from legendoldies.com, or type in sports lounge live, three words, and your podcaster have it delivered. And we, I'm not going to give the phone number out because we're, it's not up this week, but hopefully by next week we'll know that it's coming back and we'll have we'll have back-to-back sports lounges in the archives and all things radio and coffee club. But phone system's down right now, but that will be fixed. Sorry for those of you that listen on the phone, but, hey, that just means you got to listen live. So next week we'll have some indie results. We'll have more college football chaos. Uh, we'll be more into the NBA and NHL playoffs. Uh, more baseball COVID news, I'm sure. Somebody else went to a casino or somewhere. Who knows? We'll <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So see everybody next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs>